Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, a show dedicated to helping you actually live the life that you love. I'm your host, Amrit Sandhu, international speaker, global coach, and loving podcaster. As a gift for tuning into this podcast, I have something really special just for you. My premium short course, which can teach you how to meditate in just seven days. You can download it now at www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. That's www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. Learn how to meditate in just seven days. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this powerfully insightful conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest episodes launching every Monday designed to help you live the life you love and keep you inspired to evolve. Welcome to the Inspired Revolution, and it is a treat to be here today. We have with us Dr. Kinnar Shah. How are you, Kinnar? Oh, fantastic, buddy. Man, how are you? Yeah, really. You really look. Good. I love that smile. I love that smile. <laughs> that smile you have on, man. Touch wood. I, I think I think it's a signature thing you have, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's a podcast, it. so it's audio, so that's why they <laughs> can't see it. But it's good. It's better this way. <laughs> I know, but it's not it's not only the smile, it's the laughter as well, which goes with it. I love it. And 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 and, and this is coming from a professional who deals with smiles every day. Right? <laughs> wow, well, actually, just a little bit of a, a little bit of a disclaimer or a little bit of a plug. My wife's a dentist, sure. and that's how Kinar and I got connected. So this smile, if it looks like a million bucks, yeah. touch wood. Um, <laughs> dentists know what they're doing, so Kinar knows what's up. My wife's they know what's absolutely, up. Absolutely, absolutely. It works. It works. Um, for those tuning into Kinar for the first time, let me bring you just quickly up to speed, even though bringing up is really not the intention today. Today, we're about to go super deep. Um, he is an author. Uh, he is a success coach. And 
let's call it a dentrepreneur. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah. dentistry, there's entrepreneurialism. What is a dentrepreneur? What does that mean to you, that word, brother? It's a, it's a combination of two words, isn't it? Like a dentist yeah. and an entrepreneur. Uh, one of the things um, which I realized, so I've been a dentist for the last almost 20 years. Mm. And uh, it was just where almost uh, five years out when I was a dentist, I realized that I wanted to open a practice. And when, we, when I, I managed to open a practice, but opening a practice is very different than being a health professional, mm. you know, because opening a practice involves wearing what we call the entrepreneurship hat. So you need to manage teams, you need to be a leader, you need to, need to know communication skills, technology, setting up a practice, uh, running the profit and loss, running the accounts, you know, like everything a normal business has, you know, so we are in the service industry. So um, what I realized at that time, uh, you know, that when we are, when we graduate from university, we have never been taught on how to run a practice. We've been taught how to run clinical skills and how to operate on patients and give them the best possible treatment. But so there was a pain factor in here. And this is where my journey started five years uh, being out of uni that I wanted to make sure that I go out and learn skills. And this is where I um, eventually thought about, you know, when you get lost in thoughts um, mm. and you want to, you come up with words. And I said, dentist and entrepreneur, dentrepreneur. Yeah. And that's the word. Uh, that's the word I coined it at that time. Um, so yeah, I've been running with that word for 15 years. I've got a huge following and um, there's a whole journey I've had in the last 20 years. I don't know where you want me to start, but that was the start of the word entrepreneur, understanding that it is not just a, we don't, we, see, the ability to be an entrepreneur and build a dental practice allows us to serve more patients. So my goal was always to, how can I go about, instead of serving a limited amount of patients, how can I serve a massive amount of patients? How can I add more value to the community and help more people? And for us to do that, we had to talk about and we had to think about uh, a dental practice in a separate manner as opening as like a business. Uh, like, you know, so it involves marketing, leadership, business skills, communication skills, uh, you know, pivoting and leveraging ideas, all that kind of stuff. So hence the word dentrepreneur. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much for sharing that. So one of the things that's coming through in there for me is there's this massive ethos, ethos around service, which I'd love to tuck into. There's this massive conversation around leadership, which I'd love to tuck into. But for now, let's quickly dive into the idea of you mentioned that there was all these things that you had to pick up along the way on your journey to, you know, and then in that process, you were just like, yes, I'm a dentist and yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, entrepreneur yeah. is being fused inside your system, right? But in that... Yeah. When did you realize that actually what I've been learning and applying to myself is actually the secret ingredient of what I need to share and serve to the world? It's a great question. Um, it's a very great question. I mean, one of the things I have learned over time and it reinforces every day is that success is 80% mindset, 20% mechanics. Um, and 80% mindset is like literally in any business, in any entrepreneurship, the biggest lesson I teach to even dentists and dental health professionals and also medical professionals that if you want truly want to be successful, you need to operate and manage and pivot your mind faster uh, and more intelligently than what you already know. So personal growth and personal development is everything to do with building your mindset up. And there's, of course, there are a lot of topics in, in, the, in the sphere of what we talk about the mindset, right? Mm. But it's 80% mindset, how you manage your time, manage your energy, manage your mind, 
you know, men leverage, how you leverage things. So all these topics, including taking action, how to uh, dissociate from procrastination, all these topics falls into elevating your mindset. I love the word you use, which is evolving and transforming. You know, I'm always saying that you got to be evolving and transforming every single day of your life. And the questions you need to ask is that, how did I grow from yesterday? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Actually, I have three questions I usually ask. Yeah, how let's did I grow? Share them with us. Uh, how, yeah, how did I grow from yesterday? Uh, so, what is that one thing I learned? How did I get out of my comfort zone? One thing I did outside my comfort zone yesterday, right? And what did I give yesterday? So, giving is giving could be as simple as complimenting a person, appreciating someone else's work, helping someone out in 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 their um, hustles in life. You know, so. It's always growing, getting out in the comfort zone and giving daily. And that to me is a definition of evolving every day. If you can do these three things every day, that's for me, you're evolving and transforming every day. So, uh, yeah. I love that. And so what I've got coming out of that is actually, because I was going to ask like at some point in the episode, and these days I've just been going straight on the energy of when the question comes, just do it. Don't wait to the end. Let's just so, do it. Let's just go. <laughs> so it seems like evolving is, because I was going to ask, what is your like uh, definition of success? But it seems like just what you were communicating then that evolution is intrinsically interwoven into your definition of success. Am I wrong? No, Hudson, you're right. Success is all, I mean, there were about uh, if I were to if I were to define success, there are about three to four parts to it. In in my in my belief system, right? In my mm-hmm. opinion, number one is being better than what you were yesterday, mm-hmm. right? So success is not always about financial. Financial is a part of it, but being being better than what you are yesterday. So how did you grow? How did you give? And how did how did you get out of your comfort zone? Right. The second part to success, which leads to what I just spoke about, is maximizing your potential. So how are you maximizing potential, which is something I talk about. I'm actually a qualified and a certified Gallup Strengths Coach. Huh. <clears throat> it's, awesome. it's one of the coaching certification. And what I believe actually is that so many of us are leading our lives with untapped potential. Actually, more, many of us are living below 50% or even below 30% of our potential. And success then one of the one of the criteria for success is how do you go maximize that potential so you can become more of who you are and you can then give more of who you are and add value to the other people and make a difference in other people's lives so that's the second part of success um and of course the third part of success is very much depending on sowing seeds for others mm. so the highest level of uh, fulfillment in my life as i call it is being mad mad which is making a difference. <laughs> Love that. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta go mad. You gotta get mad. I want everyone in the world to get mad, make a difference to other people. Right? <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my definition of success. See, and, and money is a byproduct. Money mm. is literally money is literally adding value in the marketplace, as it's called. In the entrepreneurship, you always say that money is just a byproduct, right? Don't ch- never chase the money. Chase your dreams. Chase your is your passion but all that should involve having and adding value to other people in your lives mm-hmm. and that's how so so being a dentist also by the way there are about five six seven things that i do in life dentistry is just one part of it right okay. dentistry is probably 20 to 25 percent of my life 
And there's so many other things I do, which we'll cover a bit later on. But even though the dentistry, I am personally uh, very focused on what kind of dentistry I do. I, I'm, I'm pretty much, uh, my passion is in implants and cosmetics. So I'm always telling people that uh, my passion is to put you back in front of the camera. Right, that's what I do. Right, so there's right now social media, people are shooting videos, pictures, all that. People want beautiful smiles. So, and, and that's one area I love helping people with. But once again, dentistry is also a service-based adding value to others. And, um, and that's again, is part of success, just having skills and strategies to help other people. I love that. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. It totally does. <laughs> I think those that are tuning in, is, or maybe it's just me because I'm an engineer. I love just how you've got everything broken down. The acronyms, it's like one, two, three. It makes a lot of sense to me. So I really, I really value that. There's even just, I think those that are tuning in, like it takes a lot of time to sit with concepts and ideas to be able to articulate them so clearly. So yeah, thank you so much. It's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things I believe everyone should know is their definition of success. Because one of the things as a coach, and you're a coach as well, is, and we ask people this, that what do you want out of life or what do you want to create and exist? And they talk about this picture of success, but they've never really defined it, mm. right? And it's good to have these two, three, four things in your mind that you know that you're in the path of accomplishing them. Then you can tell yourself every night, every day that you are being successful in life. You know, and so that that particular thing about the definition of success, which you asked me, is a great question. And I actually encourage everyone to sit down and explore and write down three, four, five things, what success means to them mm. so they can know that they're in the right path in life. So a couple of questions around that, you know, just playing devil's advocate yeah. um, for those that yeah. are tuning in. And a there may be a resistance to actually, I, I don't know what my success looks like or B, yeah. uh, which is. Oftentimes, I find this a lot in my coaching is I spend some time unwinding other people's expectations of you and you having to find that as your success, if that makes sense. How do you really yeah. define success for yourself? What are the tools and strategies that you Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, so like I said, it's number one, working on yourself. That's the number one thing. So maximizing your potential, mm. right? You will never feel successful at the end of the day or in, at the end, you know, like we always say, the only two certain things in life, taxes and death, right? Mm. But at the near end of that path, you will, if you have never ventured and maximized yourself, 
you from the inside will feel unfulfilled, mm. right? Because everyone knows at the back of the mind every day, and this is applies to every human being, at the back of every mind, they know that they have much more potential of what they, what they are displaying every day. So one part of success, as I said, is maximizing your potential, which is the way you do that is how? Simple. You read, you engage with the right social capital, right? You have a great network. You engage with people outside your industry, not only inside the industry. You basically become a student of life, right? So you go and learn. And that needs to be a ritual and routine for anyone who truly wants to be successful and feel fulfilled. By the way, the word is fulfilled. As we know that we never use the word happy because we can't be happy. You know, we are, we're all emotional, emotional human beings. But at the end of the month, at the end of the week, if you were to ask this question, am I feeling fulfilled this week? Am I fully feeling fulfilled this month? The way to answer that question would then be, did I learn? Did I, am I better than last week? Am I better than last month? Right? Did I contribute? Right? Have I made a difference in other people's life? Right? Um, and that could be from your business or from uh, helping out just in any other contribu contributing way. Um, so the question you asked me is that playing the devil's advocate, how do people uh, feel fulfilled? I, it all comes down actually that you need to plan yourself in life. Mm. Most people, first of all, don't know what to plan and how to plan. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I just ran a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago now, is this uh, goal-setting seminar. It is one of my favorite things to teach because and I usually do it in January, so we prepare everyone for the year. Perfect and we talk timing. about 12. Yeah. Yep, we, we speak about 12 areas. We all have 12 areas in our life that we need to have some clarity. You don't need to be absolute clarity, but some clarity. But when you think about it, so when you think about this trailer, do you mind if I just mention this? Oh, please, it'd be, yeah, waiting for so, it. <laughs> so so these, these 12 areas, number one being uh, everyone lo loves financials. We speak about financial, right? So financial, number two, so the, you need to have financial goals. Then you have to have what we call attitude goals. Uh -huh. So what are, what, how are you showing up every day, right? Because remember, your attitude dictates your altitude. Everything, how you show up, dictates on everything you do, right? Then you have to do have what we call um, career goals. Everyone needs career goals, right? Then you need to have what we call education goals. Mm -hmm. So these are your first four. Uh, uh, first four, which was once again, uh, financial, your, um, uh, what we spoke about attitude. the attitude goals. Uh, we spoke oh, yeah. about the, uh, the career goals and we spoke about the education goals. Mm -hmm. The next four are basically, uh, what are your family goals? You need, everyone, need, everyone needs to have family goals, right? Um, then what are your, what, what I call artistic expression, which is what are your mm -hmm. hobbies? So many people are great at other things and they're now finding in this time when everyone's sitting at home <laughs> what they really love to do, right? Um, painting, pottery, you know, taking pictures of themselves. I don't Podcasting. Know what <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> All the peas are coming out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right? Um, so artistic action. So people sometimes feel unfulfilled when they're really not passionate about something, but they don't have scheduled time for that. Mm -hmm. So so you got to plan your artistic expression. Then you your third uh, is what I call um, community goals. Uh -huh. So what are your community goals? 
right? Everyone is in some form of communities nowadays. What are, what are, are you setting any community goals? And uh, then the, la the, the eighth one is what I call um, uh, your entrepreneurship goals. So any business you're running, anything like that you're running, have you got some entrepreneurship or business goals, right? So these are your top eight. And then the last four, of course, is your uh, possession goals. And I, I like to put this in because most people think possession should not be goals, but you know what, we're human beings. Every one of us wants to buy something, you know, shiny or bling bling at some point in our lives, right? It could be an iPhone, it could be something for our kids, but we gotta set, to, we gotta plan that out, right? So what are our possession goals? Of course, then there's health goals. We gotta have health goals, very, very important. Then um, uh, last but not least, uh, we have our spiritual goals, mm. right? So everyone needs to have spiritual goals. And uh, sorry, that's the second last. And the last number 12 being friendship goals. What about the friendship goals you have? You know, like how many, how many of us are in this rat race of life that we sometimes forget to have, make time for our friends, mm. right? So these are the 12 categories I usually run and get people to set some goals in. Now, of course, there's a formula for how to set a goal. As we know, there's a smart formula and a smarter formula and all the kind of stuff. <laughs> but it's important, it's important to know which areas. You know, now, when, you, when, a, when a person knows there are 12 areas, that's, and then when they set the goals, that's when they start feeling, oh, you know what? My life is feeling like it's a bit balanced now. You know mm -hmm. that word they use, work-life balance, right? Yeah. But most people don't, don't know what the word balance means because they don't know what areas to set mm -hmm. goals in. So it's important to know these 12 areas. I think I went a bit too deep in that. but No, uh, mate, that's <laughs> so wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think the key thing, like what you're sharing for me is, I remember the first time I sat down and did such an exercise where I actually looked across the different categories of my life. Um, yep. That was actually the moment where I realized, oh, things need to change. And the only reason I realized that, that things need to change was because you put everything on an even keel for the first time. Right. So you put your yep. friends, your spirituality, your career, everything on the same level. Right. But then sometimes we Correct. intuitively just because finance and career is what we feel like gives us sustenance in life. We compromise health. We compromise friends. We compromise spirituality. Correct. We compromise all these things. Right. But you end up compromising six or seven different things just for two categories. So you might have compromised seven yep. areas of your life. To, in order for two to achieve and succeed. But the minute you put them all yep. down on a piece of paper and you've got these 12 and you're like, actually, because of these two, 10 areas are suffering or seven areas are suffering. It's like, okay. I think I need to make a shift in these two in order to accommodate these other ones because it's such a massive impact that it's having on my life. Love it, love it. And I like what um, Tony Robbins actually, actually says on this, especially that he says, you got to make these things your non-negotiables, ah, yeah. right? You gotta you make what you expect. <laughs> yeah, you 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 gotta you know you gotta change your shoulds to your must. You know, everyone everyone keeps on saying I should do this, I should 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 they should all over themselves, right? And, and <laughs> right, and you gotta make this a must. So, for example, you know, like you said, health. Many people sacrifice and get too much obsessed about their careers that they sacrifice their health. And when they realize and when they sit down and do this exercise of goal setting and they put pen to paper. That is when they realize they need to make these things a non-negotiable. It's a must and not a should anymore. And so there are techniques we run through this. And uh, I hope uh, just this bit of uh, content can help others, you know, your audience oh, and all that kind of stuff.
lots of people. And so now's an interesting right. time to be having conversations like this because I think for people such as yourself and myself, um, I might be stretching them by projecting onto you. So if I am, pardon me. Um, but no, I know that especially in this time, I'm, I'm trying to double down on all the strategies, all the work that I can do on myself just because I know that the, like everybody's come locked down. For those that are tuning in, we're in the middle of that COVID period at the moment. Um, where everybody's kind of in retreat, you know, like I'm in a t-shirt, he's chilling, <laughs> like we're all in, ca- yeah. in casual clothes because yes, we're at home. <laughs> it's, it's the first time I'm growing a beard, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not Friday, but Kinar and I are doing pants off Friday. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know, it. like I'm taking the time to double down on all the inner work, right? Like to sit down to make sure my goals are aligned, to make sure that my team's on point, like actually taking the time to sit down with them and be like, hey, like let's have all those huddles that we missed out on, right? Because now's the yeah. time we're going to sit down, get get clear with the things that you wanted to communicate to me about my strategy and stuff like this. Um, and I'm just aware that now's like a really, really potent time for people to yeah. dive into this. Do you feel the same yes. way? Are you doing something similar at your end? Correct. It's 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 the time to focus on progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of progress right now. I mean, there's so many areas out of these 12 areas where people have ignored, not just in the last few months, but in the last many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And if everyone's kind of finding themselves nowadays, yeah. I, I feel that I've been speaking to a lot of people and it's they're going into this mode of what I call self-introspection, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they've realized, yeah, of course, people are worried about um, settling their bills and all the kind of stuff, but they're also realizing on the side that they've missed out on living life, mm-hmm. right? On and that fulfillment we spoke about. So maybe take this time to to plan yourself, to set yourself in these twelve areas. You know, you don't have to set super major goals, but a simple goals, one or two goals in each of these categories, so that that you start living your lives fully. You know, so at the end of the year, you can say, you know, I'm fulfilled. I'm, I'm progressing. I love, I'm loving this. I'm loving my life. Um, because at the end of the day, it's all about that. Yeah, and I think it's really healthy as well because we are in a state of isolation. You can end up feeling a bit stuck, whereas if you take the time and energy to to plan, you know, you can feel, oh, yeah, yeah. there is life after this as well. So a really good mental health exercise almost. So, hey, you know, one of the things yeah. that I've learned being on the Inspired Evolution podcast is that oftentimes our greatest gifts come from our greatest challenges in life. And this has just been... It's just like yeah. 90% of the time, this is what I found. You know, for me, myself included, I'm no exception to this rule. Um, it's a bit of a stoic philosophy thing if you want to have a look at it that way. But yeah. the obstacle is the way. For me, it was like I struggled with depression for six years. Mindfulness and meditation brought me to self-awareness, which then helped me accelerate my life to like an incredible yeah. degree, right? Um, so in terms of, you know, there's so much planning that you're advocating, right? There's so much of a dialogue around fulfillment that you're advocating in you know, like uh, just the, the humility and the authenticity with which you share it is, is beyond inspirational. Um, what happened? Uh, like, is there a story like in your story that made you feel like, hey, like I was lacking fulfillment or were you looking for like needing support in planning out your future? What was what was that juncture like in your life? Yeah, of course. Um, you do know that the highest suicide rate is in our industry, isn't it? Yeah. It's in the dental industry. We're we, we, we the number one. The reason, of course, that being is that um, not only do we work in the smallest fields possible, which mm-hmm. is just the oral kind of the oral area, right, mainly, um, but there's a lot of uh, demand and litigation behind what we do. So mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the things I found in our industry is we get burned out a lot, and that happened to me. Uh, you know, it happened to me quite a bit. Uh, and I, I'm talking about probably... 
10 years in of doing this work, 10 years in. So I'm, like I said, I was, I've been doing dentistry for 20 years. So 10 years in is where I felt really burnt out. Mm. And uh, my focus was purely on dentistry. Mm. I didn't have a balance of anything else. Um, I still, uh, you know, my, 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 my oldest daughter, she's, I've got two, I've got a daughter and a son, 14 and 12 years old. Oh. And I can't remember the first one or two years really of my daughter. I can't remember much of it. And, and that was part of my pain because I was totally involved in a profession where I forgot. So about approximately about eight to 10 years out, I realized this and I, I needed, I had to change. Something had to happen, right? Because I was, I was at that verge of completely breaking away. Um, and, uh, I, and, and that's the time I started really going and attending. What I think that has helped me most is attending some random seminars, mm. some, you know, um, uh, uh, just some interesting skilled seminars, like or motivational seminars or like Brendan Bouchard. Or, so I went to, I, I went to co- train under Brendan Bouchard of course, Tony Robbins and all this kind of stuff. And I really, I mean, I also went to train under Richard Branson and all these kind of guys. Um, and I, and every one of them had gone through the same journey. Mm. It was a very interesting thing. Every, actually, you know, the point, the, the interesting thing is every successful person I really know has been able to run some sort of a journey because it yeah. was through a self-introspection and a self-realization <laughs> that they realized that they need to amp up the game. Yeah. <laughs> You, you need to make have that realization that you're not maximizing your potential, right? And that realization, you know, comes in different forms. Yeah. And so for, for some, it comes when they've hit rock bottom. And at this time in life, like it is a collective, not only a collective consciousness, but a, a collective collapsement. It's a collective collapsement of the world, meaning that many people are feeling at the rock bottom. So... Right. This is the time that I'm hoping that people bounce forward in a much better way and pick up their game and, and not sink down, uh, though many will. And I'm hoping that we can help as many as we can uh, because people do need help at this time where they're feeling, feeling completely broke, you know, feeling completely smashed. Um, so yes, there was a time in my life where I've gone through the same chapter um, there is, of course, more a much more depth in the story. I mean, I can take t- half an hour to explain the story mm-hmm. behind this. But but the bottom line is that, of course, I went through pain, suffering, uh, you know, disconnect, disconnectment to my family, all these kind of things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And and luckily, luckily, that I by attending some of the seminars, it kind of gave me a boost, and the journey started from there. The personal growth journey. Remember, eighty percent mindset. Mm-hmm. The journey started there, and then the mind. Uh, came into manifestation. That's basically, that was it. I love that. So Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. So one of the questions I've got then um, is we talk about, you know, uh, you said 80% mindset. I'd love to know what it is that, you know, you're currently like feeding your mind. So what is it that keeps you going at the moment? Is it still look like seminars, books, uh, audio books? Like what is it that keeps you kind of humming and ticking and inspired and, and moving? attitude first um just showing up every single day attitude uh-huh. i think attitude is the ingredient to everything else in life so attitude has uh, an energy component to it um you know i love the like the look at the laughter and the smile you have 
That's gotcha. all part of your attitude. The word I like using actually is you got to show up every day. Yeah. You got to show up every hour. When you're with the client, you got to show up. When you're with your family members, you got to show up. When you know when you're with the when you're with your team members, you got to show up, mm. right? And that's a leadership skill. So I believe that the, the, there are different words to it. The one one of the common words are positivity and optimism and all you know, like all these kind of words. But I like the word attitude. Just a simple word, mm. attitude. I'm actually uh, writing a book on success right now, and part of the chapter, one of the big chapters on there is on this subject called attitude and how do you show up every day, mm. right? Even in in having turmoil, uh, you know, all of us have different kind of levels of turmoils every day, and um, in, in, in crisis, also crisis. I mean, I also believe that every crisis creates opportunity, mm-hmm. right? So, so, so attitude. I would say the first ingredient with the letter A of ninety percent minds, eighty percent mindset, which is the success part of it, is attitude, mm-hmm. right? The second part to it is your belief system. Now that's a major topic to be speaking about because our belief system is shaped mainly when we were young, especially Mm -hmm. between the ages of five and 10, right? And this is where we picked up a lot of belief systems from our our parents, from our our grandparents, from our community members, from our religious leaders, from from that time and age, you know? And a lot of those belief systems are not good or outdated or are actually preventing people from succeeding, mm. right? Are preventing people from succeeding, you know? And, and there's a whole topic I can talk about this belief systems, but basically how do you go about building empowering beliefs? Mm. How, do you? you know, there are two yeah. kinds of, you know, so, the, so belief system was the second ingredient to this 80% of mindset we are talking about. And how do you go about building your empowering beliefs and trying to destroy your limiting beliefs or eliminating your limiting beliefs. You got to work with your limiting beliefs because success is, can only be stopped by your limiting beliefs, nothing else, right? That's, that's where the barrier is, it is. Third ingredient actually is communication. And I'm talking about what we call internal communication, what we call internal dialogue. How, how are you speaking to yourself? What are the affirmations you're saying? What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about what you can do, what you cannot do, right? How many times do we find people stopping themselves and almost before they even started saying that, I, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not made to do this, right? Yeah. So the internal communication, well, you got to work with that. So that's the third secret, almost or in, secret to this ingredient of success, right? Uh, there is two more if you want to keep Yeah, of course. <laughs> Right. So, so I call it, I call it, I call it the, basically the A, B, C, D, E. I'm actually writing the success alphabet, right? So that was the, <laughs> answer, the belief system. There's a communication and the, and, and the D stands for discipline and determination. Uh, right. This is a big one I've found. Because, <laughs> you, you know, we say the graveyard is full of dead entrepreneurs. Right. Yeah. And the re the reason for that is that, they never had the discipline and determination to keep going of what they start, right? Yeah, because everyone nowadays wants a magic potion or a magic pill or the fastest way to become successful overnight. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah, patience, you know, so isn't, story, patience isn't the conversation in our generation, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. So the story you tell yourself every day, understand the, the two things like I was uh, 
uh, I was uh, actually uh, reading a book from Boyce, and Boyce is one of the, yeah. uh, oh. the guys who teaches on, on online speaking, right? Oof. Amazing guy, right? So he, he's, uh, he's he, one of the things he's mentioning is that two things you got to be careful about, what the story you are saying to yourself mm -hmm. and the determination you have to get to your goals and to achieve your goals, right? Because the, the, the determination and the discipline. So that was the fourth ingredient. And the last ingredient and one of the most ingredients is in this in this red race of life, as we call it, because there's so much happening right now, everything is demanding our attention, as you see here, right? I mean, we are demanding people's attention to listen to this podcast, and hopefully mm -hmm. they're getting a value of it, right? But the fourth, the fifth ingredient is, which is the E, stands for energy. Ah. How are you, how are you, um, <clears throat> you know, who are you allowing and not allowing to be using your energy, mm. right? Um, Today, today I made a post on Facebook uh, and along the lines of you got to protect your time, T-I-M-E, which stands for you got to protect your talent, you got to protect your investments, you got you got to protect your mind, and you got to protect your energy, right? Or enterprise, energy and enterprise. So I, I, I made a specific post because I was thinking along these lines that, you know, um, energy is one thing you cannot get back. Mm -hmm. So... Many people talk about time management, but I like talking about energy management. And that's the uh, you know fifth ingredient of success. You've got to be careful on how you're using your energy, right? And and hence, it kind of all these five things are kind of combined together if you really think about it. Interwoven. Um, but yeah, interwoven, right. So um, so yeah, that's it. That's basically it. I mean, I, uh, much more, but just the basics of it. I love it. We're going from attitude to your belief, to your discipline and your determination, and then your energy as well, right? And I kind of like how it's, your attitude is how you show up, your beliefs are that one layer deeper, and then it's like how you're actually communicating to yourself, which is like that intermediate, and then your discipline is how that, and that determination, and then your energy is like yeah. all the way from the inward out. That's beautiful. Correct. I really, really Correct. love that. I really, really love that. And so, oh, thank you. hey, from there, like, a lot of these values that you're, uh, well, this whole system seems like, you know, if I've got the right attitude, if I've got a strong belief system that empowers me, um, if I'm communicating to myself well, if I'm disciplined um, and I'm showing up with the right kind of energy, for me, this kind of looks like a roadmap to leadership or being like a, like a leader. Is this intentional in your part? Are we trying to build leaders in people? Is that what's going on? People to lead their own lives? That's, you just answered that. You got to lead your own life. Everyone needs to be a leader in life. It's not a choice. It's not an option, right? Because if you're not leading others, the least you could do is lead yourself, right? And to, to lead yourself, you need to have these basic ingredients. And I've just spoken about the five ingredients. There's much more than that. Um, but even just the first five um, can, can give you an idea on what you need to start working with, hmm. right? Because what are the, like even the simple thing like we spoke about attitude, one of the biggest things people have is like that. If you cannot start with the right attitude in life, the right way of showing up in front of people, the right way of showing up for yourself, right? Even in you know how do you how do you show up in how how do you show up when you wake up, right? That's also a simple thing. How do you show up when you wake up? That's a big thing. You right? know, on that, uh, can I just share one thing? It's like one of the things I find most fascinating is. I've, this conversation about waking up is something I've, and I learn a lot, and this is going to sound really weird, right? But I learn a lot from my dog. Go for it, right? go for it, love it. And one of yeah. the things is when I wake up in the morning, there's this natural, like, in a, like inclination to be like, oh, 
you know, like there's just this, oh, I'm waking up now. Okay, bed was good, right? But when I noticed that yeah. no matter what time of day, no matter what moment, night or day, evening, inside, outside, whatever I do, the, as soon as I go, my dog is like, bang, we're up, where are we going, where are we going, where are we going, where are we going? And I look yeah, at it and I'm like, it. you're actually good to go no matter what. And yeah. what is like, what is my limiting belief? You know, because you're, you're just as nature designed you. Like you don't take your, on any your dog. Your dog is showing up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's it. Your dog is showing up and it's telling you that you need to show up. Mm. Right. That's, that's what, that's what it is. Um, I, I, I have a little puppy as well. And it's similar like you, you know, first thing in the morning, most excited thing I've ever, ever seen in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's called Aura, right? I've named her to the energy and the light field of Aura, right? Awesome. Um, but yeah, same like you. I love that. I love the analogy you just gave, which is what she's, they're teaching us that. Show yeah. up, right? First thing you show up. I mean, we everyone needs to have a morning ritual, right? We speak about morning rituals, rituals and routines. I mean, the uh, you know, uh, the, I don't know who said this, but someone said this, that show me your rituals and routines and I will show you what rewards you will get in life. Uh, you know, everything is about rituals and routines. Your minimum, your 50 to 80% of your life needs to be in rituals and routines, mm. right? which is what we call goal setting and plans. You gotta, you, you gotta plan. You gotta be, you gotta have clarity in where you go, where your life is going in all these 12 areas we spoke about before. Yeah, so I'm I'm digging what you're saying because it's a big part of my DNA as well. For me, the conversation that discipline equals freedom is such a clear conversation, but I know that many of those that are tuning in may be like, hey, I don't want yeah. all this structure. I don't want all these rituals. I don't want to have a conversation around habits. I like flowing into my life. I like waking up and choosing whether I'm going to go get coffee or if I'm going to go walk the dog. Some people tend to have that conversation in terms of I want that, I want that freedom and flexibility. I want that flexibility equals freedom to me. What do you say to that space where the conversation that's, is that, That's absolutely fine. I, I See, how do I put this? There are different levels of why you do what you do in life, mm. right? So the most basic level uh, is what we call security or safety, mm-hmm. right? So the most, it's almost like Maslow's pyramid, right? Yeah. So the most basic is security um, and, and safety, right? So that's the most, most people... There's a lot of population there where they are struggling every day or they are living their lives so that they can just be secure and safe. Then the next level is what we call status. Then there are those who work harder or achieve a bit more and they don't mind having a bit of status in life, you know, um, going for, so they, they, they talk about it. It's not, it's, it's not right or wrong. But they, and they, they feel they deserve it. There's nothing wrong or right in life. Every human being has got a choice on how they live their lives. So this status is what I speak about, where people want to go on holidays and, uh, you know, do whatever they want. Um, uh, you know, send the school to private kids, uh, send the kids to private school, blah, 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 whatever they want. So it's called the status level. Then the third level is what we call the freedom level. Now, the biggest freedom is freedom of what? It's actually freedom of not time or money, it's freedom of choice. Mm. So the biggest freedom is freedom of choice. Means you can choose to do whatever you want to do, wherever you want to do, with whoever you want to do, that's choice, right? Yet, there's another level on top of that where a select few love to go there, which is what we call 
mad. They want to go and make a difference in other people's lives. Right? So the question you ask me is, Kina, what if somebody who wanted this life that that wanted that freedom that they wake up and they go and they walk the dog? And yes, that's beautiful. That's almost telling me that they have some level of freedom. Yeah. But what I what I'm telling those people is that that's a beautiful life. A lot of people will envy that you do there. But what you're not allowed to do is complain and criticize. So you can't go walk your dog and have a coffee in the morning and go on a free floor. And then you're complaining, oh, things are expensive and I can't afford that. And this, and I'm bitching about this and bitching about <laughs> that. You're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to complain and criticize. You see the difference now? Yeah. So kudos to you to anyone who wants to go and live that free for life, but don't complain and criticize mm. because you're setting an example to others that you're living a life which you're happy with, but mm. then you're not allowed to criticize and complain about life, mm. right? Hopefully you're working out, everything else is working around, around you. That's fine as well, right? And, and not everyone wants to go out and make a difference. Mm -hmm. Not everyone wants to have this freedom of time choice. Some people are just focused on the status, right? And some people are just focused on the survival. Right, I would I would hope that more many many much more people would move from the survival to the status to the freedom, and many more people make a difference in people's lives. I mean that's our hope as as mankind as humanity. I love that. And so tell us, Kino, what does you making a difference look like to you, and what does it mean to you? So to me, yeah, basically different ways. Uh, one of the ways is as a dentist. So I want to make I, I want to. Uh, I, I, you know how we call about evolving and transforming. I actually want to—I want to transform people's smiles as well, right? So as I, you know, as I made—I made that comment before that I want to get people back in front of the camera. I want to get people, um, you know, just being happy, smiling, and that's something I love to do. So one of my passions and the way I want to contribute in life is help people achieve great smiles. So that's one portion of it. The second part of it is, of course, um, at the stage there where I have, you know, had sweat equity over life. To build whatever I've done in my in my enterprises, right? So I want to help other people build the same thing because I believe that if I can help people build their enterprises, their empires, their practices, that will allow them to help more people. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost doing a double commando effect, <laughs> right? I, I really want I want I want to help people not just not just because I want to help people build great businesses and great entrepreneurships, right? But so that they can hire more people and help the economy, help people, the economy grow, help get people employed, you know, just help people grow as well. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my passions. By the way, that is one of my main reasons I become a coach. Mm -hmm. So I, I and I, 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 you know, went out there and studied this through through over the last 10, 12 years and now helping other people to build this kind of uh, levels um, of, um, you know, like empires and entrepreneurships. So that they can help other people. Um, so that's that's one number. The other one, of course, is that uh, I'm actually working on my foundation right now as well. One of my global way of making a difference is that I want to have. I'm my 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 thought processes are everything to do with education, because I believe that education is the key to our future, uh, our children, our everyone else. So how do we how do we um, help them? Or how do we help the mass, the world, I'm talking about global level, of giving them free education. So I'm actually working right now on schools in Africa um, and all those kind of stuff. So everything to do with education. Um, uh, and so my charity and contribution 
is falls under this umbrella of education because oh. I, I like to I want to get people I want to teach people how to fish not give them a fish I love that I love and, that so much yeah so that's that's how I go mad every day working to these goals that probably is enough to keep you mad <laughs> it is it is indeed indeed it is on every level hey so let's talk a little bit about that bring me into a day in Kenan's life, like I would say, most people would say, hey, like just being a dentist, I struggle enough with just keeping that, you know, like like finding more things to add to my plate, right? So then yeah. we're out there, <laughs> success coach to, mate, like, you know, running seminars, running workshops to um, an incredible cohort of people and doing that consistently yeah. all throughout the year. And then you've got projects much, that you're yeah. trying to, you know, help support, you know, education in Africa. There's a lot on this plate, you know, how does one go about managing their energy? Not the time, managing their energy. Um, by re- yeah. Great question again. Great questions. It's not easy. Let me put it that way. It's not easy. I am not perfect. I am mm. still um, on, on progress mode. Mm. So I'm improving myself every day, as then I keep saying that. Um, and the, a very short and sweet answer to that is rituals and routines. Mm. A very short and sweet answer. So let's talk about a little bit of that. Like I said, you got to show up in the morning every day. Now, you know, like there was a time where I used to wake up and I couldn't be cared less to do anything in life, right? One of those things you wake up in life and like, what the fuck am I doing in this, right? right? I, can't, I can't be bothered to do anything in my life, right? So like, like a drag, the slog. And then, and then what I realized as, we, as time went through, the reason I kept on feeling like that is because I didn't have a plan. Mm. I didn't have clarity on my goals or what I wanted to do. Like there was not even a moment in time when I thought, hey, you know what? I want to do something with my family. I, there was not even a time I, 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 I had no plan. I was living the day as it came. So being structured in life and having some rituals and routines can give so much clarity and fulfillment to people, a level of satisfaction, level of fulfillment. So Kina's life, having a, every day there's a morning routine. There's a morning routine, which I call it Sama's um, routine. So um, a silence, so we have a little bit of meditation time. We have uh, a, a for affirmations, as you know, you probably know these things, and for manifestation. So, or, uh, so I all the affirmations I do, and then we've got E. Literally, I don't do much exercise in the morning, but I do quite a bit of stretches. As a dentist, I need to stretch my back and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's R, which is read. I always read something in in the morning. Yet, reading has become a very big part of uh, my particular my life as well because the day I I realized that leaders are readers. The more you read, the more you earn. You know, all this kind of stuff. You know, reading is it's like you, you're getting a wisdom of an entire individual in a, in a book, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine that? Can you imagine the power of that? It's right? It's like you've got an army. You've got an army of mentors, right? I mean, I don't know whether you can see that, but there's a whole bookshelf at the back here <laughs> yeah. full of books, right? So... R is for re- uh, reading and S is for scribing. So usually I scribe three things I need to achieve on that day, mm. right? So generally two are business things and one is personal thing. So this Sam's routine is a, uh, it's, it's, Tony Robbins likes to call it the hour of power, but I like to spend at least about 60 minutes on it every morning, right? Awesome. Some of my colleagues and uh, mentees spend about 30 to 45 minutes on this, but that's fine. When you start your day like this, just doing mm. this, Sammer's routine, you will feel pumped for the day, right? So that's one. And then, of course, 
Um, it's all about discipline and having rituals and routines. So we're going to make sure we're drinking a lot of water throughout the day, uh, like, like the way you're doing right now, right? You're going to make sure, like, you're going to make sure you're eating the right foods. Right? It's not easy because if it was easy, everyone would do it. Mm. And I keep saying that. And and getting back to what that boys and say that what is the story you are telling yourself mm. every day, and then how disciplined and determined are you to achieve that? Right. If it is, it was, if it was easy to lose weight, everyone would do it. If it was easy to read books, everyone would do it. You gotta start small. Start reading ten minutes a day. Right. I, the first time when I started reading, this was going back about six, seven years ago. It was just ten minutes. I just read about four, or five pages. That's it. Three, four pages. And now it's a time where I, I don't sleep if I'm not read two hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself two hours a day. I read it. And that one of one of the biggest key to my success and where I am right now in life is reading because I've learned so much from so many mentors in life. So people ask me, you know, who are your mentors? I said, plenty. I've got books, right? So I call all of them my mentors because I've learned, they've shared value to me. I've learned from them. So rituals and routines is a very short answer to your questions. How do you go about setting your day? And it's not easy, but you've got to start somewhere. You've got to start small. I love that. And I think this is the perfect place to have this next little conversation, which I've been harboring for quite some time and never really had on the podcast, which is, you know, I personally find <laughs> it's okay to lose an hour of sleep to get your hour of Samas in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So I will prioritize where it'll be a matter of, okay, cool. So, you know, early start, it's like, cool. That just means got to get up this time. And some people are like, why don't you just sleep, get in more of that sleep? To get it, and I'm like, hey, my sleep was my choice. Like, I should have gone to bed earlier, but that doesn't mean I yeah. flake on my morning ritual. You know, that morning ritual is what keeps me anchored, grounded, achieving, and that's my key to success, right? Yeah, it's it's a very basic question you have to ask yourself every day. Do I want? Uh, sorry, you know, you know, one of the things is that uh, this question, I, and I get everyone to ask this every day, which is, um, either you get results or you make excuses. That's it. That's it. That's your simple answer to success. Either you make excuses or you get results. Mm. Can't be both. <laughs> it's so simple. It's painful. <laughs> so simple and painful. It is. So painful. So painful. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Just... And, and, and what, can I add just one more point? Uh, you know, one of the things I love telling everyone when they're starting this journey or even wherever they are in this part of the lives and their journey, focus on progress, not on perfection. I really mm. wanted to stress that point, which is too many people want to achieve things overnight, over a week, but just small, small progress and start shaping, evolving and transforming on a daily basis. That's it. All you have to add, one thing you have to improve every day. Keep it simple. It's not that difficult. Keep it simple. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. One of the biggest saving graces that I've had in this whole experience is that the podcast is called Inspired Evolution um, in that every day I'm just showing up and you can just tune into, ah, oh, this is where he's at now. <laughs> Two years later, it'll yes. be a whole different prayer because he kept us, he was inspired and he kept evolving, you know, and then it's like, okay, that gives me permission to show up with all the flakes, all the vulnerability, all the darkness, all the shadows, all the bits that need improving at the same yeah. time. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love oh. it. I love it. I love what you're doing. Actually, this is a uh, this is much needed right now in 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 our 
in our community everywhere, you know, um, and uh, keep keep it up, keep inspiring, keep evolving. Like <laughs> Touch wood, no, right? inspired by incredible individuals such as yourself, you know, <laughs> continuously inspiring us to evolve to, to, yeah, and just like the whole conversation around making a difference and just how much that means to you and inspiring others to make a difference as well. I think really now is a time where everyone has the potential. Uh, we talk about education, how much that means to you. Yeah. Everybody has access to education online, like, you know, these these universities in America have literally like open sourced all their content to all their all their degrees. You can actually just yeah. you can go and study everything a medical student studied. You just won't get the piece of parchment on the other 100%. side of it. It's all available to you yeah. if you just want to go learn. So it's an amazing <coughs> time for all these things. The internet has changed everything. You know, I was reading a book, uh, The World Is Flat. Um, it talks about global uh, Thomas Thomas uh, Friedman or Thomas Friedman. Yeah, that's the author. Amazing book. Talk, speaks about globalization and that what it has done the last 20 years from 2000 onwards the playing field has been leveled out mm. means we can do this from our rooms can you imagine <laughs> we could not do this i mean we've just shared like i don't know 45 minutes an hour worth of value mm. right this was not possible 20 years ago the yeah. internet the, the ability to outsource the ability to insource the ability to offshore it has changed the game capitalism is the highest right now everyone has got an opportunity take it yeah it's not going to be served on a platter you got to work for it right show up yeah <laughs> so i love that show up gotta show up gotta show up beautiful hey can i i just want to i just have to acknowledge one thing <laughs> like firstly just before i say yeah. my thank you is that was like the quickest hour ever <laughs> Like, I swear you just said g'day. I were we just getting through the introduction. (laughs) I reckon we're probably going to do this again. But I just want to thank you for showing up here today. Thank you so much. And also, like, you know, just a full acknowledgement. Like, you came on the Inspired Evolution. It's a life's work that informs your presence here today with it. And again, I think I mentioned that earlier in the episode. Just the, the level of clarity with which you articulate everything demonstrates the amount of work that's gone into that. So thank you so much for being here, sharing that with us. And as always, wishing you all the best uh, for what's coming up. No, thank you. Thank you for asking the right question. (laughs) Because that's important, right? (laughs) You know, I mean, we speak about, I mean, all this at this moment in time is all about mindfulness at the end of the day, you know, just being mindful about it. Um, And um, I'm loving it. Uh, it, it's, It's a tough path for everyone right now moving forward. It's a challenging time, yet it's a time of opportunity, right? Mm. Opportunity can only be seen if you keep knocking the doors. Mm. So keep knocking the doors, everyone, right? And one of my favorite saying I'd say to every, at the end of every podcast or at the end of every seminar, I usually say this, it's one day or day one. It's your choice. <laughs> Love that, brother. Thank you so much for inviting us into day one. Hey, Emma, thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening in to another amazing episode of the inspired evolution if you're loving these episodes make your way across to youtube click subscribe fresh episodes are launched every monday with highlights being released throughout the week thank you so much and hey guys just so you know a lot of love heart soul and work goes into these episodes so if you could please leave us a five-star review and comment on itunes i love reading your positive feedback it fans the flames of the passion to continue to create and help you live the life that you love thank you so much for your wonderful feedback 
I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Big love from Amrit. And remember to stay inspired to evolve. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.